Hello, caviar connoisseurs. I know you're excited to talk sports today, so without further ado, welcome to Sports Caviar with Hav and Burn. Welcome, caviar connoisseurs, to our special edition of FSU Clemson preview style. We have an FSU insider here for you today. Mr. Tom McGaffick is on the show. Yes, sir. Welcome. Great to be here, gentlemen. Thank you for the opportunity to catch up on the Knowles. Yes, sir. Well, you know, Tom, you know, obviously uh, we got a big game this weekend, Clemson, Florida State. Uh, You know, you as the insider, I think where I want to start is Clemson started the preseason, you know, number nine overall in the country they had a a showdown with duke really got kind of manhandled even though i you know you know stats showed that they they did dominate in some areas but you know ended up losing and you know fell out fell out uh, of the rankings but they the last two games they've, they've definitely picked up where they left off last year and you know dominated yeah yes the who they played matters, but the, they did what they were supposed to do. What's your take? Do you think at this point, three games, three games in, starting the season ninth overall, do you think that they should be ranked for our big uh, showdown? So it's a it's a great question, and I think we have to look back at Clemson last year as well. Obviously, it's very well documented the quarterback struggles they have. You had Cape Klubnik coming in later in the season and seemingly having, I think, one great game and then going to an average game. And then there really being a question mark around whether Clemson has that quarterback position solidified. I mean, there's no doubt on his talent, but I think this is really representative of what the voters ultimately see Clemson as being, especially since last year and probably the year before Last year's record was obviously very strong, kind of going through the season, um, uh, but barely winning many of the games. And so I think when Clemson mightily struggled there against Duke, 28-7 loss, you hear Dabo talk about that loss and calls it one of the weirdest games that he's experienced. I don't think it's out of line that Clemson isn't ranked. They're obviously right there on the fringe of being back in the top 25. Yeah, I, I think it's a good point, Tom. But what what where I'm kind of thinking on this here is it's really just uh, it, it's a it's a low blow to the ACC because you have a team like Alabama, and if you want to bring previous years into the discussion, I guess that's somewhat fair. But we are talking about college football here, so there there there's and especially with with the transfer portal and everything, teams these days are completely different almost from year to year. So I think it's actually unfair to get that lag um, from the years before as far as rankings and such. I feel like they should just go off of what's happening at current times. And you see a team like Alabama, they lose to a ranked opponent in Texas. They don't look good against USF. But they just—they're—they're they're number thirteen in the nation. They—they—they—they're just—they're right in the coattails of the fact that their coach's name is Nick Saban. But I mean, it's not like Dabo Sweeney's a chump here, you know. <laughs> so absolutely right. Um, so I think it's more of—it's more of the fact that they're in the ACC and and there's just no bias towards the conference. And then so you have Florida State in a situation now 
where we have to travel to Clemson, which is not an easy place to play. And, and now everything is really on the line because we don't, if we lose this game, if Florida state loses this game, then what are, how far are we going to drop in the polls? Because now we just lost to an unranked opponent, which I don't think they should be unranked. Well, absolutely. And, and Memorial Stadium is, is one of the more difficult stadiums to play. So being on the road in Clemson is a challenge in its own. And I think when you add in the fact Clemson hasn't made it easier for Florida State, it, it went viral earlier this week on um, Clemson actually changing the seating arrangements for um, opposing teams. So they used to have uh, 1,300 tickets at the lower level. That went to 500 tickets. Florida State decided that they couldn't accommodate bringing their band there to Death Valley. So that also really plays into the factor. So Florida State's band that was, that was announced will not be actually making that trip. If there's any equalizer, you could say that it's a noon game. So I think people are maybe – slightly more reserved and Clemson does not sell alcohol in the stadium. And so maybe there's a couple, a couple pieces there playing towards the Knowles advantage for being in such a hostile environment. It doesn't, doesn't uh, hold advantage for you though, not being able to have some alcohol to deal with the, uh, the surrounding fans. But I, no, I, I agree. Now that they are unranked, I do think that there's some added pressure to Florida state, especially for what, you know, this past week, you know, what we witnessed and what we watched, um, you know, we've got to get up there and get the, you know, get that seven game losing streak off, off our back. And we're doing it in death Valley. Like you said, maybe, maybe a noon helps, but uh, you know, and that's, I, I kind of want to talk about last week's game, Tom, get your, get your feedback on that. What's your, what you saw, what, what do you think happened? You know, I know we got the W, but it was closer than we would have ever expected especially after a 31-10 lead. What, what's your thoughts on last week's game? Well, they, they clearly really struggled against Thomas Castellanos, the quarterback for Boston College, who really seemed to be able to run and throw whenever he needed to be able to do that. You looked at the fourth down conversions. I mean, it was really a, a complete opposite performance of, of the Florida State team we saw versus LSU. If you're a Florida State fan, I think – you know, when you're struggling against the 69th ranked offense in Boston College, especially before we face Clemson, who I think ranks around the top 20, you're really uh, worried. And I think you're, you're looking to the Knowles of two years ago, right? And it's really striking a nerve with the fan base. And so one of the greatest challenges we have is what is this Florida State team really? Um, and you can't go and post a defensive performance like you do against Boston College. And like they've really done all season, you can say that the LSU game was obviously quite a challenge. But Florida State is the defense is ranking um, 101st in the country, allowing almost 1,200 yards of offense. And so that is a, a terrible mark. And so there's major concerns with the defense, especially playing a team like Clemson, can they contain that type of an offense? I mean, mm. you, you bring back Mickey Andrews, baby. I don't, I don't know what we're supposed to do. 101st in the nation is absolutely terrible. We should just be – we should be 
feeling super lucky right now that we're we're still undefeated and in, in the top four with that statistic right there because yeah uh, that's that's actually shocking well you know one thing that's shocking me is our production from our defensive line i would have thought we would have been more disruptive right now yeah yeah i mean you look at jared burst i mean he comes back he's you know you know really projected to go you know first round and in, in top half he doesn't have a sack yet you know this is a this is a guy that had nine sacks last year tons of pressure tackles for loss and he he's and I get it. I mean, double teams, probably some triple teams. But at the end of the day, you know, he's got that talent. He's probably the most disruptive, uh, you know, defensive end in the country. He's going to have to show up. And But our D-line has not produced the quarterback pressure that I was expecting. Yeah, we have some major we have some major concerns, obviously, um, from the defense. If you look at the stats in production this last week of the defense – especially Jared Verse, you know, I think one of the, the things that people have said about him is he has not had, obviously, the major stats, but the way he can disrupt things. But if you actually, if we peel back last week's game, there were a number, number of missed tackles, some missed assignments. So it wasn't the Jared Verse that we're typically used to seeing. Um, when Adam Fuller, the defensive coordinator, talked about the performance earlier this week, one of the things he mentioned was this defensive unit really playing significantly more snaps than they're used to. And, you know, so they were, he wasn't so much using that as an excuse, but the team has to be prepared for that because we were turning the ball over much quicker um, there with the offense than I think what we're used to. So we saw some major concerns. We still have some question marks on the defensive line um, as to whether Fabian Lovett's going to be back or whether it's Joshua Farmer Akeem Dent being out, you know, clearly seemed to play a role in some of the um, some of the bigger plays that were happening. So until that defensive unit can really come together, I think any Seminole fan has concerns about potentially being exposed against a Clemson team that obviously um, is not shy on offense. I, I would say the only the 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 bright spot here for our upcoming opponent is that. Castellanos, he was much more of a dual threat guy. So, and and that apparently is somewhat of our kryptonite as it stands right now in the season. And yeah. I, and we don't really have to worry about that so much with Klubnik, right? It's a, it's it's not as much of a uh, you know weapon, but he he he's mobile. Don't uh, don't sit on him. Don't don't uh, don't think he can't. He can definitely make some plays with his legs. Well, but that's uh, not his main forte, though, right? No, no. Yeah. But I still think we need to we need to make sure we control him. Uh, I think we can expect to see Clemson bringing out some trick plays here, right? Really opening up that offense that that, that they have. Garrett Riley being there, um, just just truly opening up the playbook. Florida State really seemed like they were managing the playbook very conservatively against Boston College. I think you have both teams that were looking forward um, towards each other. Clemson had a little easier opportunity to do that, facing Charleston Southern and FAU. Florida State obviously playing a Boston College team that was fueled um, by a, a quarterback that was really, I think, just getting his second start, who had been recruited by Florida State, who was actually a UCF transfer there was a lot of reason for this guy to, to play all world, and we saw that happen there. Well, that was the four wells game as well. 
Yeah. So say, yeah, that that definitely added some some motivation for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's one I would say um uh, for Florida State's defense. Uh, so from what I saw, it seemed it seems to me like Azaria Thomas is is coming into form. By the way, I do like his play. Absolutely. Um. So there are some bright spots. It's just we need to have these guys that are coming back from NIL. Uh, coming back, making two million a year on NIL deals. They need to start earning their paycheck too. You know, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, hey, so uh, Tom, you're gonna be going to the game, right? I will be there at the game. Looking forward to that atmosphere. Have you been there before? I have. So I um. So the last time I was in um, Memorial Stadium was actually in 2013 when uh, when Florida State really put a thumping Ooh. on Clemson. Yeah, that was number five versus number three. So Florida State at the time was number five. That was really Jameis Winston solidifying, I think, the Heisman campaign. That was a 51 to 14 Florida State win. blowout. I am not predicting that for this game. So let's get that, <laughs> that straight. Oh, I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, unless we can get Jameis Winston back there, but I mean, I, 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 I love I love Jordan Travis. Don't get me wrong, but um, that that 2013 team was special. I was thinking more we probably could use some defensive players. <laughs> I mean, just anybody from that team altogether. Just... <laughs> Kel- so, Kelvin so guys, Benjamin. Yeah, well, well, I, what you have to look at. I, I want us also to remember that really every good and great team is going to struggle most of them during the season and what in, in a certain game i looked back and florida state's uh boston college game going back to 2013 florida state i believe beat boston college by 10 points roughly was we're actually down prior to going into halftime Jameis winston threw up a, a long bomb to to get it closer but i mentioned this we even have georgia last year week five playing really tight um, against a two and two Missouri team. Georgia ended up winning 26 to 22. I I mentioned that because it's not uncommon, right? To see a a really strong team struggle at some point during the year, we recognize Florida state ceiling. I think we saw that against LSU. The concern is, can they actually put it into high gear again or are we going to get some of these, um, some of this really anemic offensive performance that we had against Boston College? That's the real question. Are they a great team, and can they get refocused on a great team like Clemson? Yeah, yeah, and I, and the test is coming early in the season because as you look at the schedule, it's it was LSU and Clemson we were circling at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and then they stick those games both in September. You're like, okay, well, I guess. I guess we're going to find out real early what the season has in store, you know? Yeah, we yeah. absolutely we're, will. We're finding out quick. That's for that's for darn sure. So, well, not, not, not obviously the game coming up, Florida State has some things that they need to do to, to, to really get that win on the road in a just an awesome stadium and a, just a, you know, the, the environment there is going to be just crazy. What's your take, Tom, on, on what, what does Florida State need to do to walk out of there with a, a massive W? I think they really have to, to seal up the defensive challenges that they've had. I, I, I feel like the offense feels much more comfortable going into this game with a game plan. Um, the defense, there clearly are concerns because we've seen, even though Florida State had um, some decisive – wins and obviously played 
really well in that first game against LSU and the, the Southern Miss game. You have to question the amount of yards that they've given up overall. So even with the returning production that we have, there, there are real um, challenges on the defensive front now. Um, Adam Fuller is obviously working with that unit. Florida State's going to have to be much stronger on defense because I don't think that they can give up um, over 40 points and expect to win this game. And if they don't get things tied up, Clemson could really put up some serious numbers. Hmm. Javi, what about you, man? Yeah, yeah. I think that um, I definitely agree with that. Uh, we definitely have to shore up whatever was happening in Boston College there. Our, our defense played pretty good against LSU in the second half. Uh, the first half, not so much. But um, they've showed glimpses that they can they can um, tighten the, the clamps when they need to. So they just have to make sure that they do that. And if I, if I was going to pick a half in this game, I would say the first half because I want I would like for Florida State to come into this game, establish the run game. We need to get Benson going yeah. here. Um, I'm almost a little bit I'm a little bit nervous that maybe we got rid of Treshawn Ward a little too early because he was he fit our system absolutely perfectly. He was just he had that that explosiveness and shiftiness, and he was really good for about six or seven yards anytime he touched the ball. We, it almost seems like we're missing that right this second, and I'm hoping that Benson turns that on here this game. So what I'm looking for in this game is Florida State established the run game in the first half, and I really want to see our defense just clamp down. Don't let Clemson feel like they're, that they have any business being on the same field as us. If we can go into half with a, with a, with a commanding lead, then I think this time it's a different story. I think we're not gonna we're not gonna let go of the gas pedal here, and and then we just take it from there. I I, I don't like the idea of of a of a different script going into half where Clemson's going in with some momentum and thinking that they can believe and and they, they and they got the crowd into the game. I think we have to take the crowd out of the game. Yeah, I, I mean I agree with those points. To be honest with you guys. Um, I would say for me, it, it is, it's, it's, we've got to start early. Uh, you know, so far this season, those, that first half, you know, even, even the first quarter of the Southern Miss, you know, we kind of, we just didn't have our, our foot on the gas. And I think we need to come out strong, you know, defense. If, if we start off on defense, you know, getting a three and out or, you know, a, a quick, quick turnaround there, but our offense has got to strike. And I think we have to strike early, but I think you're, you're right, Javi, getting a balance, getting back to a balanced attack, getting the running game going. I honestly think I get it. You know, do I miss Ward? Yes, he was fantastic. He was phenomenal for us. I, I think we got to get Rodney Hill the ball more. I think that he can be that – he can be our Ward type. I think he, you know, he handled it well this past game. I, you know, when he touched it, he was gone. So, I, I think getting him involved as well, him and Benson. Uh, but I think, you know, getting some pressure – on the to to Cade, and I also think I mean they've got a two headed monster in the in the run game and with the the Will and Phil show as I call it, you know I think if we can control him and make make Cade beat us on uh, you know with his arm, I think that bodes well for us. And so I just think we have to start early, control the clock with the run game, you know keep Clemson's offense in check on the run game, and at the end of the day I think we we've got to win the turnover battle. And I think that, that uh, that's a recipe for a, a pretty 
impressive Florida State victory on the road. Well, I mean, Jordan Travis is, is pretty good with, with limiting turnover. So at least we, we know that we have him under center right now. Um, obviously, moving forward, he's going to move on to the NFL. And then we're going to be dealing with inexperienced quarterbacks uh, going forward here where turnovers might end up uh, being an, an issue for us um, as we move on to other seasons. But I think we can take some solace in knowing that we have Jordan Travis <laughs> under center. <laughs> Absolutely. And Tom, I got to give you, we're going to give you some backstory in that. You know, he, Javi is really big on this, this word solace, and he is trying to get us to embrace it and use it more often in our day-to-day mm. chatter. What are your thoughts? I, I think I can apply this uh, into my daily terminology. Thank you, Javi, for, uh, <laughs> for enlightening me here. See, yeah, and, and yeah. Tom, I told him, I, said, I, I, I don't know why we have to use such, you know, you know big words. Uh, you know, it just, I, I don't think, I think we're overdoing. I think he's a little, uh, you know, he's just trying to, press it a little too much and i'm not sure i love it <laughs> it's just uh it's a fun word it's not a big word so well, it's a big I... word to me okay um <laughs> and that's what i'm taking from this <laughs> hey hey so uh so tom that we got it we got a uh, noon kick you're gonna be in clemson you're gonna be hanging out friday night um does does the noon kick affect anything from your end as far as how late you stay out or anything like that I think the noon kick uh, keeps things a little more mellow Friday night. Absolutely. Um, I am, uh, I'm going to keep it pretty tame while I'm there. We've got a nice um, setup uh, through the school that we're going to be a part of. So looking forward to that. And I think it's just going to be a tremendous atmosphere there at the stadium. I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of Knowles out there. We've, we've seen uh, Florida state fans really travel um, well so far for the LSU game, right? I think there was probably what seemed like 70, 80% FSU fans there. I was at the LSU game in New Orleans the year prior. I'd say it was closer to 60, 40 LSU fans there for really a, a game that was essentially a home game for them. So I think there's going to be a lot of Knowles there in the house um, at Memorial Stadium. And I think that's going to be really uh, beneficial for Florida State. Yeah, I agree. I've, I've, I've been to Clemson as well. One time I, I was, um, I was in, it was my college days. I, we made the road trip up there. Drew Weatherford was that quarterback Ooh. and, um, <laughs> and we got smoked. So yeah, we did not win that one. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I remember it being a hostile environment and I was just, I was impressed to be honest. And, and, and I'm hoping to get back there one day. This this one would have, would be a perfect one to go to because I would have, I would actually have confidence that we're going to win the game for this one. So, well, I mean, if you got the confidence, should we uh, should we make some picks? Let's do it, Burn. Tom, you want to start us off? Uh, you know, our FSU insider. What, what what's your take? What do you what are you thinking for this game? Two and a half point uh, favorites, Florida State. Where uh, where's your head at? So two and a half point favorites. Um, I, I've got to lean on the fact that that the, the belief is that there was a large amount of the football team that actually had the flu or COVID um, while playing in the Boston uh, College game. If you look at some of the pictures, guys were wearing masks actually in the locker room. So did that affect us or not? I don't know. Right. We could argue that piece. Florida State's not going to come out flat here. I think they easily cover that. And I say Florida State 
by seven points. Oh, I love it. I yeah, I'll go. I'll go ahead and take a stab at this. I I think that this. I know we kind of said that LSU that that LSU game was kind of a statement game to to start the season, but this is our true statement in the ACC to say, hey, there there there's a new dog in the house, and it's us. Um, so I'm gonna go Florida State by ten, but I think they easily cover. I think we start off strong, Hobby. Yeah, uh, we're going clean sweep, and it's shocking news slash. I know it's surprising. Um, <laughs> I, I love FSU to cover this game, and and I don't know why Vegas has it at two and a half. I think this is going to be one of those lines that we will easily look back and say, "You were wrong, Viva Las Vegas." And <laughs> so I I don't I'm not even nervous about it. I, I actually think that I, I I'm happy that the line is two and a half because we can make some money here. So yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, Tom made some really valid points there. The one area that we have to be a little bit concerned about is the defense. So, um, for sure. So you're, you know, Norvell is probably spending a lot of time on that side of the field in practice this week. So yeah, I don't think we have to be too concerned on the offensive side. I think that that we're, you know, I think we're locked in. I think we're focused. I think we know what we need to do. So I think the it's going to be all about. Uh, the defense and uh, but I think we show up I think Adam Fuller gets that team where it needs to be and and we pull out the victory so I'm, I'm excited about it I know Tom is I know he was uh, on, on his way to catch a flight so uh, I know he had to dip off but uh, man I'm, I'm looking forward to it I look forward to you know you know next week's episode where we can talk about the big win absolutely thank you connoisseurs for listening to this special report Florida State versus Clemson we'll talk to you guys next week